0: Hello and welcome to the Rum Around League Podcast. I'm your host, former NFL scout, Tyler Roman. Today's episode, take a look back at the Washball team that Broncos game this past week. It was a game the team really needed to get if they had any chance to turn around this season, but failed to do so. Take a quick look at the 2022 NFL draft for the top 10 mock draft. Also look at some waiver wire pickups and matchup-based starts for your fantasy football teams. Lots to cover, so let's get started. Looking back at the Denver game, I think the defense continues to improve. The things I like um, that I've seen on film that you know they're they're trending in the right direction. Still, you know, not where I think it can be at its absolute best, but you know, compared to the beginning of the year, um, it's it's a lot lot better, and that's that's good to see. Um, They did enough on the defensive side of the ball to win the ball game, holding the Broncos seventeen points. You know, usually you you hope your offense score at least twenty. Unfortunately, that wasn't wasn't the case. Um, and, And I love the way they fought. I mean, they fought till the end. Um, really, the Broncos, they're a bad football team as well. They they tried to give that game away with the fumble on first down from Javante Williams. I think Lana Collins forced that one. They were able to recover it. Second down, for threw the ball for some reason. And third down, Chase Young forced the fumble on Melvin Gordon. You know, Washington was able to recover. And again, the offense wasn't able to take advantage of that at the end of the game. But I love the fight. It's great to see that. It shows that the players haven't given up. And I don't think they will. I mean, even... With nine games to go, season obviously looks bleak. But this team—it doesn't seem to be in their DNA to be that way. They have too many guys that have come from college, winning college programs, and have a good background. That you know, that's not in their nature. Um, I think Landon Collins was Landon Collins was great. Uh, I think it's his best game as a Wash team player. Um, he's absolutely a linebacker. I know he doesn't want to, but he looks so honestly fluid for being a linebacker for me in a couple of games with comfortable line of scrimmage because that is where he is comfortable um you could tell he trusts his eyes at linebacker he doesn't have to be put in cover situations he's attacking you know and and that's great to see he's making a beeline to the ball every time someone has it um and that's you know pure instinct. he's letting his instincts take over and that's something that linebacker position has allowed him to do and again i hope he embraces it i know he's not at the point where he has and this could very well be his last year with the team given they get out of his contract with no dead money owned to him after this year, so he might be on his way out. And if that's the case, I think another team will also look at him as linebacker. It's not watching the season that way. You know, Jonathan Allen got another sack and you know, I think he's trending towards an all pro season. You know, six sacks already, eighteen pressures. Um, and he's just been great. He misses the best year of his career and it's great to see after giving him a contract that he's even, you know, trending to become a better player. Um D line was solid all over you know all over again. Um all over the, the line, excuse me, I thought Montez was all over the field. Honestly, I love the way he was, you know, inconsistent with his rushes, consistent with his pursuit, um, did a good job of, you know, harassing Teddy, you know, for most of the game. Um, sucks that he's going to be out for this next month to six weeks. Um, he's been the best player off the edge um, on the defensive line, you know, four sacks. And again, I just love the way he plays with his motor. Um, Deron Payne had a sack, um, his second on the year he's playing you know he's always stout against the run, and it, 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 is a, it pass rush has never been his forte. But still, nice to see him get a sack. And obviously, I mentioned earlier Chase with the force fumble. Um, his rush is still—he um, definitely needs in, in the off-season to develop a repertoire of pass rush moves because he just is getting um, neutralized more more than uh, more than you'd like to see. And he's a guy that you know, yes, he can win on pure talent. But once he gets you know a repertoire of pass rushing moves, you know, like a TJ Watt or the Bosa brothers or Chandler Jones, that he can be in that same class, but he just needs to develop that. And I think he can just, he just might take another off season. So I think Holcomb was good again. He's a continued his solid year. Um, he's a good, you know, linebacker to have in this team. I think he's a starting building block in that linebacker going forward. Jamin Davis, I think continues to get better. Another guy that, again, another solid building block, first round pick. He's going to get better and better. Um, I think it was a lot for the team to put on and to be the Mike linebacker right away. And I don't think he was ready for it. I wish they let him play off the ball and let him do what he did in college but i think that's sounded his development per se but he's you know getting acclimated to it now and he's playing better and i think again he's gonna play better in the second half of the season kettle fuller was okay um solid again i uh, he's been up and down all year and you know he was okay for the most part st juice i thought was poor in coverage he got beat by tim patrick on more than a few occasions but he made some you know some tack made some he actually did make some nice tackles he looks you know one of the more sure tacklers for the cornerback position um Cam Curl continues to be the most consistent performer in the secondary. I love the way he attacks, love the way he tackles. Um you can tell he just is a sol- He's a very smart intelligent football player. You can tell he studies film. And you know, he know he definitely does. He never looks lost out there, and he's you know usually never the ones that are the coverage bust. You know, Bobby McCain obviously had that horrible drop in that first or second drive of the game. Um, you know, luckily Denver didn't score any points in that drive, but you know, can't get a set up the offense and you know set up maybe could have scored you know the offense needed any any help they could get you know in putting the ball in the end zone so um you know bobby was okay for the most part against solid, but you know that was absolutely an excusable drop you know at this point with the second half of the season coming up after the bye i would give jamon davis all the reps possible there's no reason to hold him back um you know, Barring a more miracle this team isn't turning around to go to the playoffs. So let's let's see what these guys got Send, ben, Benjamin St. Juice should continue to play as much as he has. i like to see even you know, Derek Forrest come You know, he got, he just got uh, reinstated off IR see what he's got back there in the sec- secondary um, Again, he's more of a strong safety than the what I saw as an But you know either will see see what he's got and see get some reps and you know live NFL action um, Look at the offense, you know Heineke was Heineke at this point. He makes some plays he makes some other plays that, you know, leave leave a lot to be desired. I mean, it was a beautiful ball today, DeAndre Carter for a touchdown. Um, um, he didn't get to use his, I didn't see, at, at least I didn't see him get to use his, you know, legs as much as he did in Green Bay. But obviously Green Bay was a great rushing game for him. Um, obviously line you know, was really poor for him. This is the first time they've been this way in a while. But, you know, overall, Heineke, again, he's he just, he is what he is. Like, he's going to make some plays for you and he's going to make some plays that, you know, he leaves out there so it's just kind of what Washington is chugging along with and you know, see him playing with him and I guess they're going to go forward with him Antonio Gibson doesn't look right to me and I think as evident obviously everyone knows about the sh- stress factor in his shin and he's getting less and less reps I mean obviously that was evident this week with Jared Patterson getting more carries than any running back and um, it's you know it's, it's things to see because you wanted Gibson to have a breakout year it doesn't look like that's going to take shape just because of the injury. Um, so I hope he's able to come back next year. And again, maybe he does turn around. I'm not you know, punting on this year. But um, he's a guy that I think he's always developing. I love the way he has improved his vision. He hits the hole better. Um, definitely has improved his ball security. He is someone that I think he could, again, he's not overweight or fat by any any. um stretch that imagination i'm not saying that but i think he could benefit from maybe losing a few pounds in the offseason as well um you know get himself in the best shape possible going forward because he seemed like he already has some, some nicks and bruises but again I, i'm not pinning the season hopefully he has a good second half of the season um patterson i thought was good he's another guy that displays good vision love his wiggle in the hole um you know he can get lost behind the line due to his height which obviously you know like five six five seven um it's hard for linebackers and d linemen to see where he's at so he's got that in his advantage and, uh, you know, that's why he's able to squirt through sometimes through those holes. So, um, you know, I think Patterson, you know, could be another guy that gets more carries going forward. JD was JD again. I think he's the most consistent offensive player on this team outside of Terry McLaurin. Um, got his reps outside, you know, out of the out of the past game. I think he should continue to get five or six carries a game because I think he's good. I think he's good at it, but they don't really use him as much with it. Um, I think Terry had his, you know, probably his worst outing of the year. Um, he just didn't look right to me. And I think the altitude got to him. I think listening to his press conference last week, uh, I think it seemed like he was a little worried about He apparently had asthma growing up. So and it, it seemed like he wasn't in as many plays as he usually was. Still played, obviously, 90% of the game. But to me, it just wasn't. Terry McLaurin performance and obviously I'm not worried about it, but it, it's something that um, I'm sure he'll get back on track against Tampa was happy to see DeAndre Carter get some more reps. I said that in the last few podcasts I'm um, gonna do something with them. Um, obviously it was a great catch. He had three catches of 51 51 yards overall and again that really nice touchdown catch Um again, they could use him in the Curtis Samuel role and I think they're gonna have to if Curtis isn't able to come back Um still don't understand the lack of reps for cam sims He was healthy this week after missing the last three weeks. The hamstring had 20 yards on um like a little drag route out of the backfield he came across the line of scrimmage um but i I mean cam was a really nice player for this team last year and i i really is dumbfounded of why he's not getting more reps i mean he's a big tall receiver and uh, taylor heineke could really benefit from that because of his sometimes inaccuracies um so i I really don't understand why he's not getting more reps especially even with deami brown out yes they're giving more reps than deandre carter but sims could still get sprinkled in there more than he has been um ricky sales Jones, i thought he needed to get involved a little more um you know going forwardless this he can get back to the t- tight end two role and compliment logan thomas which i think is going to be good for him i think they hopefully will use RS, uh, rsj more um just because i think he shouldn't you know be buried around on the bench they should do more 12 formation um 12 pers- personnel which is uh, running back through tight ends and hopefully you know he can again compliment logan instead of just taking a back seat to him Like alluded to a little bit earlier o-line had had his worst game in a while and that's more due to all the injuries um i thought city charles was really bad at right tackle like he just did not play well he had bad hand placement his pass sets were uneven um led to continually getting beaten giving up plays um he's a guy that maybe really has to be guard because if he doesn't show anything a guard then that was a waste of a fourth round pick last year because right now at tackle that was not it and yes it was his first really his career start Started a left, ca- left guard against the Giants last year But got hurt, I think, two plays in Never played again the rest of the season So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt of his first start But he also wasn't going against world beaters Either Bradley Chubb or Von Miller weren't out there So that was not good to see um, And, you know, maybe, again, maybe he's more of a guard But that was, a I thought, a really poor performance For his second career start But really his first career start In the NFL um, You know, going forward with offense It's going it's to be good to have Logan Thomas back He's going to hopefully help put a, you know solve these red zone issues that have been absolutely atrocious for this team um he's a guy that obviously le- uses his body really well huge target at 6-6 um it's gonna be good to have him back uh, sheriff should come back be ready to go uh, hopefully the office line will get going going forward um you know i think him returning hopefully eric flowers injury isn't too serious I haven't heard too much in that front um it sinks Lose chase Roulier. um he was you know when him and Jarls line up in the and lineman this year Sucks to see him have a serious injury like that um, but again, I mean, if Sheriff's back. Flowers is back. Hopefully, Cosme is back. So hopefully, the offense line is going to get a little more healthy. I guess Taylor Larson is going to take over at center. I guess we'll see about Curtis Samuel. I think I, I don't think anyone's holding their breath that he'll come back for the second half of the season. Maybe this bye week will help out help him out. But it'd be great to see what he can do. But if his team continues to lose games, it's really not worth to see you know him to rush it and you know, I guess take it into the offseason. At this point, hope to see more of Jarrett Patterson, Dax Millen, especially if gibson continues to be slowed by the injury dex mil is a good route runner i like the way he's getting separation um let's see if he can be the slot going forward i don't think there's really any reason to, and adam humphries to play a lot in the second half of the year if this team continues to fall off let's see what mount mil can do Let's see if he could be a slot receiver for this team going forward um love to see more of deami brown too when he's healthy he obviously he's not been he hasn't been great since he got back and like i said i liked him pre-draft um at north carolina i think there's still a lot of upside with him but it just has been a slow start to his career um mentioning the kicker situation i mean chris bluewood is not an nfl kicker it's you can't have three blocks in two weeks um obviously dustin Hopkins' move was bad um in retrospect i think a lot of people wanted him gone um but clearly you know ron was right there was not any good replacements out there i don't know why he made the move um and right now he's sticking with him don't agree with it but i guess there's not really much else to look out for um maybe a guy like joey sly comes free in a couple weeks I mean, he's in San Francisco right now, um, but they're waiting for Robbie Gold to come back. And, you know, Joey Sly is a guy that Ron had in Carolina. So, um, but anyways, Chris blew it. I mean, it was a nice 52-yarder he made, but he's just not getting any depth or any height, excuse me, on his kicks. And it's really hurting this team and hurting, obviously, his any chance of being an NFL kicker. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for the Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Uh, Moving on to 2022 NFL Draft. Uh, Do a quick little talk of the two quarterbacks that I really like in this draft. And when I say really it's not like I'm in love with them. more like they're not in the same tier of any of the guys last year um, but I, I am excited to watch them play this week they actually are playing each other it's a uh, Liberty against Ole Miss um, you got Malik Willis and Matt Corral um, Malik Willis is in Liberty or seven and two he's a uh, complete 140 passes in 210 210 attempts 1,986 passing yard 21 touchdowns six interceptions 82.5 QBR He's at 126 attempts, 684 yards, good for a 5.4 average and nine touchdowns. He's 6'1", 215. He's a senior. He's a a transfer from uh, Auburn. This is going to be his 20th career start. I like, you know, quarterbacks that have had, you know, 25 to 30 starts at the collegiate level, um, and Malik will probably end up close to that after the season, once the season winds down. Um, I like Malik a lot. He has a, you know, laser for an arm, really athletic. Um, He's going to obviously add the added, added added. element as a rusher out of the backfield he's not like lamar jackson but um i think he's you know, kind of runs like mahomes but is you know gonna run more and he's a better runner than him but um you know guys like they're even like a josh allen would be a better comparison but um malik is a guy that has amazing arm talent some of the best i think he can have, he's right up there with an allen or mahomes type of arm the biggest thing with him is going against lower level competition this is that's why it's a big test to go against sec Ole miss this week and um you know he's a guy that is i think has a lot of upside it's going to take a little bit i watched his game against syracuse a few about a month ago and yeah he made some dimes of throws but other times he held on the ball too long um and you know led to some you know sacks and you know he didn't have any turnovers in that game but again led to some more sacks i think it's just because a guy that he thinks he can always make a play no matter what he's gonna have to uh kind of eliminate that from his decision making process once he gets the nfl so again he's gonna be a guy that's gonna take some time to develop but i do like him uh, mackerel and old master six and two he has 161 completions out of 244 attempts 2202 yards 15 touchdowns two interceptions good for an 84.2 qbr 110 rushing attempts 519 yards good for a 4.7 average and 10 rushing touchdowns he's about six foot 200 uh, he's a junior or i guess a senior um but he does have another year of eligibility because of the covid you know Decision and so does Malik Willis, but those, both those guys are coming out. That's gonna be Mac 25th career start. Um, he's a guy that I do like a lot as well. A lot of moxie, good arm, um, stays in the pocket well. Um, does a really good job of escaping the rush. He's a guy, like I said, 519 rushing yards. He can make plays for you as well. Um, you know, I think he's a guy, he kind of plays like Heineke, but he's a lot more talented than Heineke. And i think a lot of people like heineke but he's just not talented enough and i think corral kind of reminds me of him but I th- again i think his upside way higher than heineke's is um and again there's even some better comps as i think about it but um just the way that you could tell the team gravitates towards him and he's a guy that's just a gamer and goes out there and does whatever he does he doesn't mind getting hit running the ball too which he's gonna not have to do in the nfl because that's gonna hurt his team because he's been taking a lot of injuries i mean a lot of hits He's had a few he's been made up the last few weeks because of all those hits he's taken um, and he is a smaller guy. So that's something he's going to have to consider, you know, going forward as he makes the leap to the NFL. Um, so, yes, I'm looking forward to those two play this Saturday. And, you know, I'll definitely they could talk about that on next next week's uh, episode of the pod. Uh, moving to my top 10 mock draft. Not too much in depth here, just kind of doing because obviously the top 10 isn't set. This is just top 10 as of today um, in the first week of November. Right, Detroit Lions taking headdresser Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon. He's the most talented player in this draft class. He had nine sacks as a freshman for this year. He had a few injuries. Um, but he's, again, he was a top recruit coming out of high school. The Lions obviously need a quarterback. I don't think quarterbacks worthy of this pick. They also need an rusher. Thibodeau could be their guy. Philly has a second pick via Miami from the trade this offseason. I have them going with Derek Stingley, cornerback um, from LSU. Um, he could have been a. F- top five pick after his freshman year It six interceptions his freshman year um he's a guy that's been a little banged up the last two years and lsu's obviously play has fallen off he was his freshman year was the year lsu won the national championship you know with joe Burrow, jamar Chase, Justin jefferson you know Clyde was there a guys like that so you know his, his team stock has taken a hit but i think his draft stock to stay steady because he's all the physical attributes and you know he the ball skills are amazing he can play a little wide receiver as well um at third houston they're getting a quarterback as well but again not again not really fond of me the quarterbacks here Go with Ed Rusher, Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan. He has six sacks this year. Another guy with good size, um, good technique, and someone that Houston could use because they've been trading. They they cut Winnie Merciless. They just traded Charles who from the 49ers, which I'm kind of confused about because he's a good young rusher, and they gave him up for um, really nothing. But uh, yeah, so they, they uh, to San Francisco four of Jacksonville jaguars taking tackle evan neal from alabama method i mean mammoth human being seven six three fifty his versatility he's played guard and tackle um he's held up well obviously in left tackle this year and Jacksonville needs left tackle going forward cam ramson Robinson, cam Robinson's free agent they're gonna do whatever they can to um protect Trevor Lawrence going forward number five you have the washington Football team obviously quarterback can be in play here still don't like the value here but maybe this is where malik willis or matt corral gets pushed up um, i know people like kenny pickett and other guys like that um but right now i have a safety kyle hamilton from notre dame he's 6'4", 2, 220, 8 career interceptions um true ball hawking you know deep middle free safety um if you guys watched the game against Denver last week he is a lot like justin simmons but i think can be even better justin simmons is a pro bowler i mean hamilton i think has you know an even higher upside than him so i think hamilton would be someone the secondary would. Uh, really benefit from pairing him with Cam Curl would be amazing for this uh Washington secondary. At six I have the Giants taking center Tyron Linderbaum from six Iowa. Six two two ninety, he's the best interior offensive line in that draft this draft. Obviously it's a high pick for interior line but the Giants need one. Um badly. I don't I think they're gonna maybe play it out with Derek Jones for I Derek Jones, excuse me, Daniel Jones for another year. Um so I think linderbaum would be someone that could help, you know, Jones development even more and Iowa's been great at um developing and um Preparing office lineman for the NFL. I'm um, seven. out of the New York Jets taking quarter cornerback here, Elam from Florida. Um, his bloodline is the parent, his uh, brother was Matt Elam, the safety for Florida that went to the Ravens and had a great of NFL career, but um, he was good for Florida. He's a 6'2", 193 guy, good length as a corner. Six career interceptions um, in his time at Florida, and the Jets need cornerback help. And I think Robert Sala would love to get his hands on a guy like that. Um, eight high of Philly who has this pick from the Colts as of now, um, via the Carson Wentz trade, I have been going with the first quarterback and Matt Corral from Ole Miss. Um, I'm not sold on Jalen Hurts. Um, he's a guy that I think has a limited upside because he's not the greatest thrower and he's a little slow developing. i um, with his reads. So I think Matt Corral might be in play for Philly at nine. I have Philly again with their own pick right now. Philly has three top 10 picks. Um, uh, D. lineman D. Marvin leal from texas a and he's a 6'4, 290 interior lineman on um, five and a half sacks eight and a half tackles for loss this year um he was a big recruit big recruit guy for jimbo fisher a few years ago and he's a guy that i think will go in the top 10 or top 12 of this year's draft class at 10 i have the new york jets taking the first receiver off the board um, this is the pick from the seattle seahawks so they have two picks in the top 10 and that's wide receiver chris alabe from ohio state um, he's had a great career. A lot of people were surprised when he came back last year after his junior year. Um, but he's had another good year, 562 yards and nine touchdowns so far. Uh, he's 6'1, one eighty-eight. Really good deep threat with good hands, really, you know, smooth off the line. Um, someone that they need, you know, to grow with Zach Wilson and in pair with Corey Davis and Elijah Moore going forward. Uh, moving to fantasy football. Uh, just some guys that I'm sure you might have already picked up and looking to start. Um, quarterback Taysom Hill um, for the Saints. Looks like he should be able to play. Sean Payton has announced who's going to start, whether it's him or um, Trevor Simeon. But he, you know, we all know Sean Payton's love affair with Taysom Hill. I'm sure he's going to get his run, even if he's not starting. Um, but they're playing home to the Falcons this week. Last year in his four starts, he averaged around 250 total yards and two total touchdowns. You know, it's good. Those are good solid fantasy numbers. So I think he'll someone that guys should pick up even as a backup going forward Running backs in Tennessee. Obviously, you have Derek Henry the absolute huge loss to Tennessee Titans a uh, horrible horrible uh, time for that injury and the Titans um, Will you know definitely suffer because of it, but you got running backs like Jeremy McNichols and Adrian Peterson They're at the Rams this week. Um, they're gonna be the ones picking up a slack for Henry McNichols had a really nice career at Boise State but he hasn't handled a full workload since then so um, you're really cautious to see how much they actually give him i think darrington evans would have been a really nice pickup they liked him at appalachian state a couple years back but he's out for the season so i think it's really really the main reason they brought adrian peterson i expect adrian peterson to get a lot of carries for them in the future maybe not this week but in the coming weeks um then you have running back boston scott philly for the uh, philadelphia eagles they're home with the charges week he's the one that started from Miles sanders over kenneth gainwell and jordan howard but he had 60 rushing yards two touchdowns last week um, they ran the ball a lot last week, which is uncommon for Philly. So I think Howard, Scott, and Game all had double digit carry. So um uh, I think Scott is a guy to pick up and potentially start because the charges have been bad against the run this year. Then you have Kansas City running back derrick Gore um playing the Packers this week. That game has changed a lot since Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID. Or I mean, John Wick, um, as Aaron Rodgers, tested positive for COVID. Um, he had a. Uh, Eleven carries, forty-eight yards on touchdown last week. He looked good. I mean, I like the way. I haven't uh, seen too much of him, but I mean, he definitely has a uh, good burst to him, and um, I could tell that he saw the hole well. He has good vision, um, and someone not the biggest guy, but I think that he his timeshare with their Daryl Williams is something to consider. And I think uh, that they they want to see what they have in him, and maybe he's someone they supplants Daryl Williams in the next coming weeks, especially if Clyde Edwards Alaire isn't able to come back. Wide receiver, you have Devonte Parker. For the Miami Dolphins, he did seven targets, at least seven targets in every game he's played. Really good matchup against the Houston Texans this week. He had eight catches and 85 yards last week. Um, he's, you know, rounding back into that number one receiver for the Dolphins. Um, then for the Raiders, you have the unfortunate and unfortunate situation with Henry Ruggs. Um, the, you got to get, for fantasy purposes, you're going to have someone to step up. And then you have guys like Brian Edwards or Hunter Renfro and those are guys they consider run for is obviously one of Derek Carr's top targets in the slot and then Brian Edwards um, is someone they really like and a guy that was really talented at South Carolina and he's made a few plays already this year so I think look for him to get some more run and you know, start um, on the outside for the Raiders um, and then lastly you have tight end Pat Muth from uh, for the Steelers versus the Chicago Bears this Monday night he's had 14 targets in the last two weeks with a touchdown last week he, Eric Ebron has been out but also looks like he has supplanted Ebron as a starting tight end He's gaining Ben's trust and should be their tight end one tight end one going forward. Um, a lot of people liked him more than Kyle Pitts before the college football season last year, but obviously Kyle Pitts showed who he was, and that changed drastically. But Faramouth is another guy that is a good, you know, young tight end, and I think he's going to have a really good NFL career, and it's starting to show already here in Pittsburgh. Well, with that, that will include this Roman on League episode. Washington football team suffered. It's their fourth loss on a row to draft to 2-6 in the year, and now we'll have a bye week to recover before hosting the defending champs. Hope you enjoy the draft talk and some of these fantasy tips help you in your leagues. Next, week, I'll be back with a new episode previewing the Washington Bowl Team vs. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. You can follow me on Twitter at NFLScout21 and Instagram at RomanRoundTheLeague underscore pod. Thanks for listening. Please rate and subscribe. This is your host, Tyler Roman, signing off. See you next time.